Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know medical care requires informed consent, but laws require informed consent. Politics, entrepreneurship, how you engage with your diet, health, exercise, even relationships. These all require a place of being informed. And I am so sick of being called a conspiracy theorist for using my brain and being informed. So that's where this podcast came to life. This is Informed Consent. I'm your host, Brooke Brewer. Let's start talking. spent quite a good amount of time in the subject of vaccines. And if you haven't noticed by now, the subject of vaccines is one of my most passionate topics to talk about because that is really where I have spent most of my research on a specific subject. But it unfortunately isn't just vaccines. I saw an incredibly perfect Instagram carousel the other day that I want to read with you guys that really was the icing on top of this whole, the whole conversation of vaccines. And this was from natural nurse mama. I just want to give you a shout out because this was not my post, but people say they eat blank and they turned out just fine, or they grew up doing blank and they turned out just fine. But what is fine in America? Is it fine that over 65% of the population takes at least one drug daily? Is it fine that 40% of older adults take five or more drugs? Is it fine that over 40% of children have at least one chronic condition? Is it fine that over 40% of adults and almost 20% of children are obese in America? Is it fine that one in six children in America have a mental health disorder? Is it fine that more than 24% of American adults are taking a psychiatric medication? Is it fine that suicide rate increased by 35% alone just in the last 20 years? Clearly, we are not fine. That's just the way we do things isn't a reason to continue this march of chronic illness in America. I don't want to rock the boat isn't a good enough excuse. We need people rocking the boat, questioning the norms and demanding more for their family. And she ends by saying, I turned out fine is not the standard I am setting for myself or my children. And that's exactly where I want to move forward out of the subject of vaccines into more topics that need to be talked about. Am I saying that I'm never going to continue on in our vaccine series? Absolutely not. You guys, I have so much more content that I want to share and I'm loving the feedback that I'm getting from this vaccine series. I I appreciate the feedback more than you guys know, but I, I truly do feel that it's more than just the subject of vaccines. Last week on our podcast, Ashley was a guest and she made a comment that was so on point and, and it just made me think we as a society put so much time and energy researching things like nursery colors, strollers, baby names, a birth photographer, going home outfits, themes for your shower, announcement cards, but People actually need to research things like vaccines. 
like home birth versus hospital birth, like the glucose test, birth positions, C-section rate, pitocin risks, epidural risks, cervical checks, the vitamin K shot, delayed cord clamping, baby formula versus breastfeeding, baby food versus homemade baby food, diapers and the ingredients in diapers, wipes and the ingredients in wipes, folate versus folic acid, eye ointment. And guys, this is, this is just starting with babies. I can say the same sort of conversation with children or adults. Children, we spend so much time researching, again, clothes, what clothes they're going to wear, what sport we want to put them in, what little league program we want to put them in. And instead, we should be researching the cereals we're giving them, the ingredients of the cereal that we give them, artificial dyes, artificial flavorings, sunscreen, skincare and lotions. Are your kids getting old enough to wear makeup? Are we researching our makeup? What about the candles or the things that we bring into our home that are being breathed in every single day? Why has our culture grown so far away from the important things and grown so much closer to the things that don't really matter? Don't get me wrong, you guys. I want my kids to have a cute name and I want my nursery to look so beautiful. But that should not be our focus. And the fact that that is our focus and the average mom nowadays cannot even tell you the vaccine schedule or can't even tell you the true informed consent of getting an epidural, but yeah, they can tell you their nursery color options is is a problem. Like I said, I want to transition from the vaccine series and go into other important subjects that I do feel need to be talked about. Other subjects that I'm passionate about, other subjects like seed oils and sunscreen and home birth versus hospital birth and medications and pharmaceutical drugs and mental health, depression, anxiety, Wi-Fi and EMF radiation, screen time, homeschooling versus public schooling, biblical teachings. There's so many important subjects that I truly feel need to be talked about. And we don't focus on those things ever. This podcast is called Informed Consent for a reason. This podcast is meant to inform you, yes, We've spent so much time on vaccines. And like I said, you guys can probably sense that this is my most passionate subject. And that's because I have spent hundreds and hundreds, honestly, I would argue thousands of hours researching this subject. And I'm not done talking about it. But there is other important conversations that need to be had. And that need to be had now. Why why aren't we talking about the benefits of eggs and beef and beef liver and raw milk? Why don't we talk about those benefits, but instead our doctors are telling us to avoid eggs and to avoid red meat and to avoid raw milk? You know, I... (laughs) 
I, I have a pretty interesting mindset and I'm not saying it's the right mindset, but I've learned something in the last couple of years. And what I've learned is if something gets fact-checked, most likely it's true. I mean, think about it. Think all about the things that don't get fact-checked or don't get that little fat fact check sticker on your Facebook page. Like how many times is our president, President Biden made comments that literally are a lie that we could fact check right then and there that never end up getting a fact check sticker. And then someone can literally post something so true and it will get a fact check. The other day I, I made a post about every single agricultural or farm facility that has burned down in the last year or two. I literally said nothing about why. I literally said, doesn't this raise your eyebrows that all these places have been burned down? And I just dated, I I copied it from someone else. It was absolutely not mine, but I definitely did cross-reference a lot of those dates to confirm. And all I did was I said the location and the date and what burnt down. Was it a chicken farm? Was it a bunch of cows? Was it a just facility? What was it? And all I did was list them and I got fact checked. I kid you not in 30 seconds. What are they trying to hide? And that's what I always ask myself. If something gets fact-checked, what are they trying to hide from us? Why is it that our doctors constantly tell us that we need to avoid eggs because they're so bad for your cholesterol, yet have no issue you going and having the immense amount of seed oils and and fat and processed foods and all this junk that literally has no nutritional contents in it other than something that will destroy your health. And yet eggs, one of the most nutrient dense foods on the planet, on the planet is being told to stay away from. Am I saying that every egg out there is good? No. No, if you are educated on the subject, you know that a 99 cent, two dozen carton of eggs is not good for you, but an organic pasture raised egg from either the store or a local farmer will give you some of the most vitamins and minerals of any food on the planet. But a doctor is going to tell you to stay away from that because it's bad for your cholesterol. Again, I ask myself, are we healthy? Are we okay? Are we really fine? Because just like that Instagram thread, I agree with her. Are we really fine? No, we're not really fine. Can I, can I tell you exactly why we aren't fine? No, I cannot. Can I tell you that it's 100% vaccines that have caused autism? Absolutely not. Can I tell you that it's 100% vaccines that has caused SIDS? Absolutely not. But what I can tell you is that I can connect the dots, that I have learned something in my years that there is causation for things. 
Years and years and years ago, we didn't have as many vaccinations, but we also didn't have seed oils like canola oil and sunflower oil and these other harsh oils that are so inflammatory to the body. We didn't have sunscreens that are loaded, that are loaded with carcinogenic ingredients. And we are pushed. The sunscreen industry is one of the most wealthiest industries because all they are is pushing, pushing, pushing sunscreen for skin cancer. We're going to dive deep into that one, you guys, because that's a very, very interesting informed consent episode. But again, we have vaccines, we have medications, we have a pill for every ill. A kid can go to school nowadays and have a little bit of developmental issues or a little bit of focus issues. They go to the doctor, here's a prescription. Here's a prescription for your ADD or ADHD, and let's get you prescribed for life. Or a young girl can go to the doctors because she has some acne or she has some uncomfortable periods and boom, they're going to write you a script for birth control. They're not going to educate you on your cycles and your different phases and how to manage those phases and what to eat in those phases and how to work out in those phases and how to know your cycle. No, I'm just going to write you a prescription. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but they don't care about us. And when I say they, I, I don't even know who that really means. Is that big government? Is that big pharma? Is that big, just the medical industry? I don't necessarily know. Whoever is is forcing and indoctrinating all of these information on our, our society and into our kids in school, medical school, or these teachers when they're getting taught in college to then teach our kids. Because when you are taught something, we are taught that that's truth. When we read a book in school, we are taught that this is truth. So I don't blame people in the medical industry. When they go to school, they are taught and and that's what they're told to believe because that's what we've always been told to believe. But let me tell you something. Follow the money. I've said this before and I will say it again. Who writes our medical books? Who writes our medical books that is teaching our doctors? Who is funding those books? I can tell you it is someone that profits off of those very people they're teaching, prescribing you medications. And then those medications get you prescribed to other medications, which gets you prescribed to other medications. So now, not only are you on a medication for your ADD, but then that medication for your ADD might cause depression and anxiety. So you're on antidepressants and anti-anxiety medications, and then you have gut issues. So then you're on medications for what maybe they say you have IBS, when all reality, you could have gotten ADD from all the aluminum in your vaccines. Do you see this trend here? On the day that we are born, they are trying to enslave us, enslave us into being a patient for life. And not only a patient of the medical industry, but a patient of their teachings, of their historical teachings, 
of their ways of life. Now we have to sit there and act like we don't know what a man and a woman is. I mean, let me tell you something. If there was one thing that I never thought would be even a conversation five years ago, what the difference between a man and a woman was, if I would have, if you would have told me five years from now, we would be having that argument of what a man and a woman was, I would literally call you crazy. And now here we are not knowing how to define a woman. And if you think that that's a stupid question, you're homophobic or you're racist, or you're going to be called every name in the book. You guys, they're subscribing you to this nonsense. And let me tell you something. It is one of the most freeing things to break away from the norm. I will be one of those moms that won't just settle for I'll be fine or our family will be fine. I will never settle for that. I will always learn to do more. And and does that mean that I'm going to get it right all the time? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But that's a part of teaching and learning is we are constantly learning. We are constantly growing and we are constantly working to do better. And and, and just something of mind, I, I just, feel like I need to share because I want you guys to know that I, I don't get it right all the time. And I don't always know the answers. And that is a part of being a forever student. And, and that subject is of water. You know, I, I had this conversation with a friend. I was talking about filtering water and how I absolutely love my Berkey filter because it filters out the fluoride and the toxins, which yes, it does a wonderful job of doing that. And I love that. And, and he made me think, And Luke, thank you for this. I know you're listening because he made me go. He brought up the subject of, yes, maybe the Berkey filter filters out all the toxins, but it also filters out all the minerals. And us as humans now in today's society are one of the most, if not the most mineral deficient human beings to ever walk the planet because we are a eating consumable foods that are very, very mineral deficient. All that processed food that we eat, the the gluten, so much processed dairy that really truly has no minerals in it anymore. We are so mineral deficient. And that's a huge reason why we have so many problems. Even look at pregnant women. They're having such issues with their pregnancies. And I just wonder if that's because they're going into pregnancies mineral deficient and then have to not only provide enough minerals for themselves but provide enough minerals for their children. And, and this just makes me, it's made me so intrigued. And, and now I have found minerals to put into my water. So now, yes, I am still consuming water because water is so important for you. But when you drown out the minerals, when you drink so much water that doesn't have minerals, you are actually flushing those minerals out of your body. So yes, I was probably in a ways doing myself good by drinking that much water, but I was also depleting my cells of minerals because you're flushing them. So I drink water. I don't nearly, nearly drink as much as I used to, but I do drink a lot of water more than the average person by a far, but I try to put my minerals in my water because minerals are important. And let me tell you the difference I felt is incredible. And this is a part of being a forever student guys. And I will always come on here and acknowledge that, 
but I will always do my best to bring you that information, to bring you the important information of the true informed consent on vaccines, on seed oils, on sunscreen, on depression, on anxiety, on birth control, on politics. And I feel and I hope that I am doing that for you guys. So this episode may be short, but I hope it is just reminding you guys the importance of being informed on everything. Yes, I I hope you listened to my vaccine series and, and felt impacted and felt impacted to maybe make a difference in your family. It doesn't just stop there. It goes further. You're going to find yourself researching everything. And is it time consuming? And is it overwhelming? Yeah. But guess what, guys? We all have the same amount of time in the day. And I can guarantee you the amount of time that you're spending scrolling Instagram or TikTok or the amount of time that you're spent watching TV can be spent researching and learning and reading books or listening to podcasts. And I will do what I always try to do on this show is make it easier for you. Does that mean I'm always right? No. But what I hope and pray that I provide for you guys in this show is an easier way to get information, especially if you aren't feeling you're able to do that on subjects like vaccines, on subjects like toxic chemicals, on subjects like our hormones. And I will continue that. So we are going to break away from our vaccine conversation series for a little bit and dive into some other important subjects that I also feel you need to be informed on. And this podcast will always stay here and stay going if you guys are still loving it. And I truly appreciate the messages that I get and the reviews. And if you want to see this podcast keep going, I don't ask for much, but I would really love to ask for you to go to Apple Podcasts, scroll to the bottom and give me a review, give me a rating and maybe write a quick thing about what you love about this show, because that helps me keep this podcast going. Before we wrap up, I do want to share a super, super sweet review that I got actually sent to my email that truly made my day. It's from Jessica. She said, thank you. Hi, Brooke. I never leave reviews or message people, but I have to send you a message to thank you. I'm a first mom to a beautiful seven-month-old girl. I have been very weary about vaccines, but after listening to your podcast, I'm firm in my decision to stop vaccines. I started my research late into pregnancy and read the book, The Vaccine-Friendly Plan. Dr. Thomas essentially talks about an alternative schedule for vaccines and which ones to get and which ones might not be worth the risk of getting. Deep in my heart, I just had this weird feeling, but decided to do the alternative schedule. I don't mean to break into your review, but I do want to make a very important point. Dr. Paul Thomas, who wrote The Vaccine-Friendly Plan at the time he wrote the book, was not necessarily anti or pro vaccine, but he was all about alternative schedules. I want to tell you that he has completely changed his stance. He is now fully against any vaccination. He truly does believe that they do more harm than good. So I want to throw that in there. If that helps you, Jessica, with your decision or your feelings on his book. But sorry, going back to her review. So we found a pediatrician who allows her patients to do either the CDC schedule, alternative schedule, or no vaccinations at all. I took my daughter in for her two-month checkup and dreaded that day. 
I told my mom, I felt like I was walking a plank about to jump to my death. And the thought of her getting her first vaccines, we opted out of B at birth, but did do the vitamin K, which now I regret. She received her first Hib and Prevnar shots within hours. The screams she made along with a fever, stomach issues, and a rash a week later made me question things even more. After this reaction, I wanted to dig deeper and came across Candace Owens' podcast, which is amazing. However, I needed answers much faster than what her podcast could give me. My mom found your podcast, and I have been listening to you ever since. I just want to thank you for all of the information and research that you have done, along with laying things out the way that it's easy to understand. It's just so refreshing hearing someone be so passionate about vaccines and have the same views as me on everything else, which is such a tough topic to casually bring up. But I feel like I have been a little bit more confident talking about vaccines since listening to you. Please keep them coming. God bless, Jessica. Jessica, thank you so much for that super sweet review and for taking the time to message me that. Because like I said, I I don't earn money from this podcast. I, I don't really get any benefits from this podcast other than the benefits of serving you guys and the benefits and the messages that I get from people telling me that they've been so impacted. So those reviews, those messages go such a long way. So thank you so very much. We are going to jump in next week to some new subjects, to some new topics that I hope you guys will be very intrigued about. But until then, I hope you have a wonderful and blessed week and I will see you next Wednesday.